0: To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. Hi, I'm Scott Jacobs. Join me as I chat with my pals who come from all walks of Disney life, including cast members, comedians, photographers, chefs, musicians, choreographers, and Broadway friends who have worked on stage and behind the scenes. We'll talk attractions, shows, food, characters, tips and tricks for planning your trip and navigating the parks, and more. Welcome to The Mouse and Me. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are and when you're listening to this episode. So last week, Savannah and I talked about getting her BFA in stage management from SCU and how she got her job in the entertainment art department at the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim. We also talked about some of the events she was in charge of, like Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and Run Disney. Savannah, or Savvy as many call her was just getting started telling us about how she drove a truck in Carsland in Disney's California Adventure Park. Now, if you've never been to California Adventure, you just have to go. So, she said she drove a truck down Carsland. So if if you've ever seen the movie Cars, you know you're you're in Radiator Springs, well, they recreated Radiator Springs at Disney's California Adventure, and she drove a truck in Carsland crazy at any rate that's what we're picking up this week so i hope you enjoy the second half of my interview with the amazingly wonderful and talented savannah harrow right and and now all this stuff was brought from that warehouse over or you had to bring it over
1: so we bring it over my department brings it over so we have a bunch of trucks um steak beds and like enclosed trucks that basically we load in load up these trucks we drive it over um, park literally. I'm like parked in front of Guardians of the Galaxy to unload this stuff. Like it's absolutely hy- hysterical that I've dri- I've driven a car, well a truck. I've driven a truck down Cars Land. Oh, that's trippy. That is that trippy. is
0: fantastic. It's
1: amazing. The first time I did it, I was like, oh, this is so magical. And my coworkers were like, get over it. Like <laughs> they were like, we've done this a million times. And I was like, this is so cool.
0: That is so cool. It's mm. really cool.
1: It's really cool. Um, but anyway, so we drive these trucks over. We unload all of the the signage, the photo backdrops, the et cetera, et cetera. And starting when park closes, so park gets cleared. You know, let's say let's say park closes at eleven. Park is cleared by midnight because you know people always lurk around. Park is cleared by midnight, and then we can drive. Which means like now we can drive. All guests have exited. We can now drive on site um so we drive through we set up things as we go and we're driving the truck as we drop things so it's very slow process of like drive set up this photo location then go to the next one set up this photo location then set up this sign as we go and it's kind of um you are following the run disney the the marathon route that the runners will take the next morning just dropping your signage and setting them up and as you go then when the race starts that's our lunch break like at three four in the morning like it's so odd and i'm like i don't want to eat right now it's four in the morning (laughs) like your body is so confused as i said the definition of a true overnight shift um and so then we take our lunch break while the race starts and then as all of the runners get through the event then we pick up the rear basically and start from the beginning and start picking up everything that we just set up Right, So that by the time the race is done, we have followed the runners like behind them, picking up all the photo locations after the last person has taken their photo or the last person has passed through that checkpoint. We pick everything up, load it back into the truck, pick everything up, go back into the truck, follow the path. So by the time the last person crosses the finish line, we spend an hour tearing down the finish line, right? Because that's always a big hoopla. (laughs) Tear everything down, pack it all up put it back on the truck, and then we drive back to the warehouse, unload it, and now we clock out. Holy crapola. And now park's opening at 8 a.m. Like When I tell you I have never been so sleep-deprived in my entire life, and I was a college student, so what was happening was I was doing classes during the day, then I would drive from L.A., because contrary to popular belief, from the rest of the country – Disneyland is not in Los Angeles. <laughs> um, it is in Orange County. What, about but is about
0: 45, mi- 45 or it's, two it's hours about, or something like that away?
1: Yeah, depending on what time of day you're going. Um, so from from me, for, for me from g- driving from college, so from USC, I was spending about 45 minutes in the car. I was lucky I had my own car, um, and I would drive from classes. My last class would end at like 6, maybe 7 o'clock, drive to Disneyland, clock in, you know, some, somehow eat along the way at some point, um, clock in at 11 p.m. or wherever, whatever time I was clocking in, then do a true overnight, and then drive back to L.A., and I then, you know, start class at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock on a good day. So,
0: so, so lots of coffee.
1: Lots of coffee. Lots of sleep, sleep deprivation. Lots of zombie energy that I was giving in class. Um, but I was so thankful, you know, I was happy and I was happy I did the jobs. Like I, I was happy I took the opportunity because I don't think I would have worked for Disney had, had this opportunity not arose. I don't think I would have ever sought out Disney at all. So I'm now, very happy.
0: What, what was your biggest achievement when you worked for Disney?
1: good question um they so my manager she really wanted me to be a lead she really wanted me to become you know so in a crew of 15 she wanted me to be the one person that kind of led the crew um due to my work schedule or sorry due to my class schedule of of being still a full-time student also i was still double dipping at this time which we have not mentioned in quite a few (laughs) minutes um i so i was still working at an entirely separate theme park at this time as well um due to my schedule i actually denied that position because i felt like it was a disservice to other cast members who were dedicating more time to disney than i could um and so it, it, the, the position ended up going to somebody else who was able to dedicate more time to it. Um, but I would say even just being considered for that role as a lead, um, especially like at the time I was 22 years old, you know, a, a senior in college, and I was working with people who had been in that department for years, like years and years and years. And I had been there. I think, I think I'd been there eight months when they had offered me the position. Wow. So I think just to even be considered for that, I think that would be my greatest like accomplishment.
0: You're so great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> thanks you. Thank, thank, thank You're you. You're
0: welcome. So you did all these crazy overnights, you yes. were sleep deprived. Was that the biggest challenge you faced or was there a bigger challenge?
1: No, I would say it was the the sleep deprivation and also balancing the schedule of being a full-time student, working at both theme parks, and also, like, I, I also technically did work at USC as well because I was on financial aid and had a work-study job, which, you know, was helping to pay for my tuition, um, and so I often put in, like, 10 to 15 hours a week um, hanging lights as an, as an electrician in the theaters, because I needed, I needed to fulfill my work study requirement, and so, um, I think that was the biggest challenge for me. On top of the sleep deprivation and everything that goes with that, um, at age twenty two, I was kind of able to tackle all of that sleep deprivation with like with flying colors. Like, I don't know how I did that because I could not do that now, um, but. I was able to handle all of that. The, the biggest challenge for me was actually like combining all of my scheduling and making sure that I wasn't overlapping schedules and I wasn't double booked any place um, right, and learning right. how to say no to shifts and pass shifts off to friends or say, you know, I need to take this weekend off because I haven't slept in four weeks. Um, so I think that that was probably my biggest challenge.
0: Now, did you do any cast member exclusive things? Like for example, ride previews, tours, riding an attraction in a different way than what the normal guest gets to do?
1: Um, I did a few things like that, yeah. Uh, definitely walking, um, like Pixar Pier was a big one. Um, so we did a lot of like testing and previews for that as it was opening. Um, oh, there was, nice. Yeah, there was a moment where we were backstage it was, it was a big crew of us. I'm not even sure what event we were doing. It might have been... Um, we had these shifts for... So if you're in Disney's California Adventure and you're kind of over by Goofy Sky School, they always have a setup. Um, I think now it probably is Encanto, but at the time it was Coco. And it was like this entire section that was dedicated to Coco. Um, and so we had these shifts where we often had to like upkeep and maintain that area. Um, there was a wall of wishes that we would have to, um, this is absolutely terrible, totally breaking the magic, but we would have to like cut people's wishes off because the wishes would get too crowded. Um, which is, like, so sad thinking about it, but also, like, it's making room for more wishes, so it's fine. Sure, sure. But people would, like, write their wishes on these little pieces of paper, and then you would tie them to, um, essentially, like, a fence that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we had these terrible shifts that we would have to, like, cut people's wishes off. It was ter. It was, like, kind of heartbreaking. Um, but it's making room for more wishes, so it's fine. That's how I'm going to justify <laughs> it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like we were doing something like that, but it was a very large crew of us, um, and we had a long break. I think we were waiting for the event to happen, um, whatever that event was. I honestly don't remember, and um, I think it was a parade rehearsal, now that I'm thinking about it, Um, and we were waiting for the parade to pass through. Um, This is overnight, in the middle of the night, and they said, they came up to us. There was like a a crew of very official-looking people who approached us, and they were like, um, what department are you guys in? And we were like, Oh, entertainment art. They said, Well, what are you doing right now? And my lead kind of stepped forward and was like, What's going on? What do you what why are you questioning my people? Um <laughs> and they were like, Oh, well, uh, we just needed a group of people. We need a full full coaster for the coaster We're hoping that you guys can can help us out if you're free for uh, a few minutes. Uh. And all of us were like, Let's go, because it had just transitioned. Um from
0: California Screaming.
1: Thank you. Uh, I was like, oh no, I forgot what it was. Uh, <laughs> California Screaming into the Incredicoaster. And so I was like, yes, yes, we're going. Uh, and our lead was like, yes, yes, we're going. Uh, and so we, I don't know how, it wasn't open yet. It wasn't open to the public, but I'm not sure if we were the, I don't think we were the like first ones, but we were definitely one of the, the first they had just done some type of um audio change and they wanted to make sure that it worked in all of the coasters but they specifically asked for a full they needed every single seat to be filled so that all oh, they right. could test all of the speakers at the same time um and so we had to we didn't have to but we all did we were Incredi- my arm yeah i know <laughs> how dare <laughs> i um get paid to ride the incredible coaster sure so we did the incredible coaster ride and how we many times all- we only did it once Oh, okay. Which is kind of upsetting, but it's okay. Um, and then we had to fill out this like survey thing just to say like, yes, this worked. It was like a checkbox. It wasn't very crazy. It wasn't like a test, <laughs> but it was just like, yes, this worked. Yes, this worked. Yes, I enjoyed this. This made sense. Yes, yes, yes. And I think we actually all filled, up, filled in yeses for everything. And, and then they were like, oh, okay, thank you so much. You can go back to your shift now. Yes, I will go back to my shift now. It was very odd. Um,
0: but that's a remarkable attraction, isn't it?
1: Oh, remarkable. And I love, I love the Incredicoaster. I loved California Screamin'. I love the Incredicoaster.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. I like, they just did such a great job. Now, now, have you ever had the Jack Jack cookie num num?
1: I have. Isn't that
0: heaven on earth?
1: It is. I enjoy it very, very much. I'm a cookie, um, fanatic. So Yes.
0: Well, the next time you get over to Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. they have them there.
1: Okay. Amazing.
0: So, we will chat. I will guide you to the proper location. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I was just there a few months ago and I had dinner at the Hollywood Brown Derby. Mm. And the waiter came over and asked if we wanted dessert. And I had already looked at the dessert menu and I said, well, actually, I'm, I'm looking for something. Yeah, I'm looking for for a, a, a cookie, like, like a, a warm chocolate chip cookie. Mm. Like I was just really in the mood for that. And he's like, well, actually, if you go and he guided me, he's like, there's something called a Jack Jack cookie num-num. I'm like, the same one like in Disney's California Adventure? It's like, yeah, yeah, it's the same one. I'm like, oh my I, I couldn't believe it. And every it. day that I went to Hollywood Studios, I got one. I love it. Mm. Mmm. It's perfect. So good. It's perfect. So if you were in charge of the Disney parks, what if any changes would you make?
1: Ooh. There's some very practical changes that you're gonna be like, yes, correct. Um we have to we have to someone has to not we someone has to i the they, greater this would we be my, the greater we my first order of business as the leader of the disney parks <laughs> um we have to change um wow i can't even think of the name because my brain said no my brain said i refuse to acknowledge this ride um what is happening to my brain? What's the water ride in Disneyland Resort? In Disneyland?
0: Uh, there are uh, Storybook Land Canal Boats. That one?
1: No. The. Uh, oh, Splash there? Mountain. There you go. That one. Okay. I refuse to acknowledge that ride. Splash Mountain very much needs to be rebranded. We are not.
0: Uh, I think that they're working on that, right?
1: I believe they are. I don't think they've announced exactly. I mean, there's been so many speculations of like what is happening to it.
0: I think Disney officially announced Princess and the Frog, but I don't think they said when.
1: Okay. So that, that would be my first order is like fix that because there is just some very outdated references to things there that should yes. be happening in the world at this point. Um, so that, that would definitely be our first order of business. Um, more pickles. Definitely more oh. pickles.
0: You I don't know are the best ever. Yes. Pickles, <laughs> pickles, pickles.
1: I'm like, why do I have to make my way all the way to Adventureland to get a pickle?
0: That's right. And granted, it's a huge bucket of pickles, and it the is. pickles are very large in size and quite tasty, but they are. Yes.
1: But if i want some more pickles. More pickles. If I'm in Tomorrowland and I want a pickle, I want oh, I think my AirPods just died. I hear you. Maybe they didn't. I still hear you. I just heard the boop, 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 boop.
0: Oh, maybe, maybe they are losing battery.
1: They might be on their way. We're gonna go with one right now. Let's see what?
0: happens.
1: <laughs> um. More pickles. If I'm in Tomorrowland and I want a pickle, I should be able to have a pickle.
0: I am with you a hundred percent, sister.
1: <laughs> um. That's that's a good order of business. Um.
0: Is that your favorite snack in the parks?
1: It is. It is.
0: Have you ever had the corn in California Adventure?
1: I have. I have. It's top five. Mm-hmm. Pickles is number one.
0: Okay. what's uh, What are the other ones? All right. So pickles, corn.
1: Mickey is definitely, Mickey pretzel, definitely number two.
0: Mm hmm. Ella loves those.
1: They're, they're perfect. It's just like the perfect inline snack. Um, I love a churro. Love mm-hmm. good churro. Um, I think that my fourth and final Disneyland snack. Hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what it is? It's those lemonade, like those frozen lemonade things that they have. I always see them in the, they're like Like in the mobile Oh,
0: oh, yes, 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 yes.
1: I feel like I always eat those if I'm like waiting in line for a parade or waiting on the side of the road for a parade or something.
0: They also have like a, a raspberry one too, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know exactly which ones. Yeah. I'm Ella like, I loves feel
1: those. Like, I was like, I feel like Ella and I should eat together or something. Um, <laughs> Ella is
0: my snack girl. She I love loves that. the snacks so much. Like uh, we got her one of those, you know, little Disney, the lounge fly yeah. yeah, yeah. of all the little snacks all over it. Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm, she is for sure my snackaholic.
1: Especially in Disneyland. I feel like I don't. Sometimes. Sometimes I do want to like sit and have a meal, but sometimes I just want to keep going and just keep snacking and just, I'm like, just get through the day. And I'm just like snack, 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 because I don't want to sit down. I don't want to like stop riding rides and stop. That sounds terrible. <laughs> just want to keep going.
0: Well, the, the first time that we had the corn, uh, you know, yes, it's corn. It's an ear of corn. It's corn on the cob. Like, not a big deal, right? But it is. It is. You know, a big they had deal. like three different flavors, and 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 you know, on this first day that we had the corn, we had the first ear, and we probably had four or five uh, the rest of that day, and we had yeah. all the different flavors. And then w- once we had the chili lime, mm. that was it. Mm-hmm. And when we got home from that trip, we bought chili lime seasoning, and we put that stuff on like that. everything that we made. Oh, so good. So good. Okay, so, so you would change. All right, so more pickles, the retheming. Yes. Of Splash Mountain. If you could spend a day with Walt Disney, Ooh. what would you do?
1: Good question. Oh, my God. I would definitely- Tell him, him like, more pickles. Tell him more pickles, obviously. Yeah, more. well, um, let's go. <laughs> take him out to dinner. Buy him a pickle. Tell him that that's it. Um Man, I don't know what I would I would talk to him about. I feel like I I would want to pick his brain, I think, on like the early stages. Like really I would want to know like what what fueled the fire? Like what started this? Um what how, who, where, you know, like the I feel like I would also I feel like I would be dumbfounded just like in awe of So
0: legend has it, he was at Griffith Park with his daughters and he was sitting on a bench watching his daughters ride the carousel. Mm. And he wished that there were a place where the parents and the kids can have fun together instead of the parents just sitting and watching the kids do this. Right. And that's where Disneyland came to be. Wow. Wow. And the bench, the actual bench, is in the lobby uh, at great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Wow. There's a little plaque on it. It's pretty cool.
1: (laughs) That's beautiful. I love that. I think that 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 would be like my biggest question for him is saying like, okay, so now that you have that idea, you know, you've seen your daughters on the carousel or, or however it happened, and now say... Like, how, how did you get even get started? Like, now what?
0: It's mind-blowing, isn't it?
1: Right? Like, and also, I'm sure that he had a full team behind him of, you know, people to help make this happen. I know that, like, his family was very involved or his brother was very involved. But, you know, then taking it a step further, it's like, right, but how did you actually do this? Because he gets the credit for everything Walt Disney does. Right. How? How? I think that's it. Just How?
0: Those are, that's a great question. <laughs> now, um, you know, Roy is the reason why Walt Disney World happened. I do know that. Uh, that's such a great story. And I, I like the fact that once you walk into Magic Kingdom, you walk under the train tracks and you're yeah. in Town Square. The first statue you see is Roy sitting on a bench holding M- Minnie's hand. I love that. And they did that because... Roy was the reason why that park really happened. Yeah. Oh, so cool.
1: My friends and I play a game sometimes of like, if we're in the parks, especially, it's like, how, how can we, like, what would, what would Walt's jaw do if we showed him (laughs) some of the things that that have happened now, you know, because like, he's never seen a Star Wars movie. Think about that.
0: What do you think his take would be?
1: I don't know. That's like, that's the thing is like, we, it's something my friends and I talk about all the time of like, what, what would happen? Like, what would he say? I don't know. I would hope that he would be like very proud and very um, honored that like his legacy has lived on and created multiple different worlds and dimensions. And, you know, it, it definitely is not what it used to be. It's grown and expanded and created like a massive empire practically um,
0: I mean, he did want it to continue to yeah, evolve, you know, exactly.
1: And so, I mean, I would hope that he's proud of what has happened, but also at the same time, it's like, there's so many things he doesn't know. Right. I think about that all the time.
0: I I always said that I, wouldn't it be great if they would come up with a movie where he came back in modern times And then he would get a tour of everything and just, you know, what would that all look like? But I I don't think Disney would ever sign off on it.
1: Oh, yeah. I think there's some type of like taboo about uh, kind of assuming what he would say. I think they want to keep that, you know, private or like, you don't you never know what he would say. So, but I agree. That would be a fantastic movie.
0: See, I'm, I'm full of fantastic ideas. I, I like actually, that, that might be the only one.
1: <laughs> well, the podcast <laughs> is one.
0: Well, thank you. One for one. So you mentioned that your friends and you like to play a game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe it's time for us to play a game or oh. a couple games. What do you think? I'm so down. And now it's time to play, as the nose grows, Pinocchio, true or false? I'm going to give you a statement, and you have to tell me whether you think that statement is true or false. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. At Disneyland Park in California, there's only one attraction that has Walt's name in it. True or false? False. Okay, well, what do you think the, the attractions are?
1: I don't know. I just feel like that's <laughs> Like, there's has okay. to be more.
0: <laughs> so I, I thought there was two. In in Magic Kingdom, there are several, like in, in in Florida. But in Disneyland, there's only one. And it's Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room.
1: Mm. Have you been in that?
0: I have. It's weird. It is weird, but I like, I like it just because it's old and it's like original and just cool and you get a Dole Whip. <laughs> and I love the Dole Whips.
1: I know. That's kind of my like relaxing place if I need if I need a place to sit in air conditioning for a minute it's the vibe
0: now you've had a dole whip I'm, I'm of assuming of course I have what's your favorite dole whip
1: honestly I love just the classic the classic the classic
0: have you ha- um have you had the float with the pineapple juice I have not Ooh. well if you like pineapple juice that's the stuff
1: mm, okay put it on my list
0: all right all right. True or false. The Matterhorn was the first steel tube roller coaster. I think that's true. That is true. That is. It, the attraction opened on June 14th, 1957. First steel tube coaster. Wow. All right. Next one. And now I asked Kate the same question. Spending time with my family at Mia Disneyland was a highlight of your time there. T- true. Wait, wait. Why such the pause? She had an immediate answer and it was, oh, for sure, true. She was so excited and you, you're looking at me and you're like, not sure how to answer the question.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll tell you why. Because,
0: okay.
1: And it's because you mentioned Kate right before. I think I would have answered true had had we not brought up Kate. I love her. Listen to her episode. It's I'm sure it's lovely. Kate <laughs> Okay, as children or as, like, young adults in Disneyland with Kate, she is a speed demon. She has no time for nonsense. You want to enjoy the park? You want to look around? You want to stop for a snack? No time. Kate's on a mission because she has an agenda of everything that we have to hit before that 3 p.m. show, and then we're going over here because we have dinner. Oh, my gosh. She is, like, the over-planner of Disneyland especially well she's
0: training for run disney give her a break oh my God, boy is she i
1: remember one day she's gonna hate me for <laughs> saying this but that's okay um we were we were walking through disneyland it was my parents myself and kate so just the four of us and kate is leading the way and she's like probably 20 feet in front of us high stepping it to wherever we were going i don't even know and she turns around
0: high stepping high
1: stepping <laughs> it she turns around and she looks at my parents and i and she goes, you people have no sense of urgency. <laughs> I laughed so hard because I was like, we're in Disneyland. Like, we don't have to have urgency. Like, we're, I'm trying to enjoy the park and see the sights and and look around. And and she was just ready to get to the next thing. Um, how, how old were you, did you say? Oh, I was probably about 14.
0: Oh, and, wow. Okay. Like
1: 18 or 19 years old. And she was ready.
0: Well, savvy. Come on with that sense of urgency. Let's go.
1: <laughs> he pushed us. He pushed us. That's funny. Uh, so I, I, think that was the reason for my hesitancy. Was because, the man, my sister is a crazy lady in in Disneyland because she is just one thing after another. But no, I love I love go to the parks with my family, and I, I I I really do enjoy that. And and my sister and I like very different rides, so we always. I feel like we get to see more when we're with each other because we try and hit both of our favorites. So that's always an enjoy. Tell
0: me a little bit about that. Um, Like for example, her favorite and then your favorite. Totally.
1: I actually don't know what her favorite is. Um, but she, it's
0: jungle cruise.
1: Oh yes, of course. And for me, I'm like, it's fine. Um, I love the thrill rides. So I love Incredicoaster. I love what's now guardians of the galaxy. Um, And I love just a little bit more thrill. I love Indiana Jones. And I I also really love pirates. Um, But Kate is a little bit more, uh, she likes chill, more chill rides. She likes to, it's funny because it's kind of opposite. Because she is like go, go, go in the parks. And I'm go, go, go in the rides. And then vice versa. I'm kind of chill while we're walking around the parks. And she's kind of chill in the rides that she likes. So a little.
0: It seems like you're a good match. Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's why I like going to the parks with her because I don't think I would ride Jungle Cruise on a regular basis if I didn't go with her. But, of course, it's her favorite, so we like to make sure that everybody sure. gets to hit their favorites when we're there.
0: See, I want to go to the parks with the both of you. Oh,
1: my God. We would have a blast.
0: We would absolutely have a blast. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> well... You know we were supposed to go twice, but COVID put the kibosh I on that. Know. So yeah, we're, we're 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 in the talking stages of another California trip. Right. So we'll see what happens. But of course, as soon as we know, I'm going to reach out to the both Please of you. Please do. All right. The next true or false. In Disney's California Adventure, instead of Club 33, there is Club 1901 for the year Walt Disney was born. False. That is true.
1: Ooh, interesting. Yes. I was like, oh, I've never it, heard of this, so I'm going to say false.
0: It's located on the first level of the Carthay Circle Restaurant right? and the Carthay Circle Lounge. Oh, that's a great mug, by the way. Oh, thank you. Oh, what a great show.
1: Oh, it's, I love this show. Oh, for those, it's it says Rose Apothecary, sourced locally, handcrafted with care. Oh.
0: And here's mine. I love it. Mickey Mouse. My little Mickey Turvis. Hmm. a little water break yes. all right true or false the pixar pal is the third name given to the ferris wheel at pixar pier that's true it is true the sun wheel was the first name mm-hmm. from 2001 to 2008 then it was mickey's fun wheel from 2009 to 2017 and then now it's the pixar pal around yes. have You've done that one, right?
1: I have.
0: Which, which, <laughs> what side did you sit on? Like, were you on the inner circle or, or the outer? So I've
1: done it once on the outer, which is the stationary carts. Or yes.
0: Like... The very relaxing. Yes. One.
1: And it's, you enjoy the, the sights and you enjoy the wind in your hair and it, cause it does get very windy up there. Um, yeah. And then recently, uh, I've been to Disneyland, I think twice in the past a year. And yeah, I've gone with friends both times. And this group of friends, they love those swinging carts.
0: Oh, man. The first time we sat on that intersection and that cart went and I swear I thought we were going to flip upside down. And and, and I love, like you do, I love the thrill rides. But this isn't considered a thrill ride. So when it really swings at that angle, you think, is, is this the end? Like, you're not sure what's going to happen. Exactly.
1: There is a difference between a thrill ride and a, oh no ride. And that is an, (laughs) oh no
0: ride for me. (laughs) Now I would sit on the intersection again because I, now I know what to expect, but oh goodness.
1: She's scary. Yeah, It is a scary one.
0: All right. We have one more. For true and false, the storybook land canal boats is located only at Disneyland in California. Hmm. Is
1: that false?
0: It is false. It's also located at Disneyland Park in Paris.
1: Ooh. See? Psst.
0: All right. I have a I have another game. Okay. Are you hip?
1: Bring it on. I'm ready.
0: All right. It's called Huey Dewey and Louie. I'm going to name three things. And you have to rank them from favorite to least favorite. All right, here we go. D23, run Disney, food and wine festival.
1: Easy. Food and wine festival. Who doesn't love food? Who doesn't love wine? I love both. Food and wine festival, number one. D23, number two. I've actually never been. I've only set set it up, which is kind of sad. It seems fascinating like
0: I, I need to get out there for a d20 it
1: absolutely seems fascinating and i've i've seen like the live panels and things like that just kind of off to the side but i would lo- i would love to actually go and be there as a guest um number three run disney i'm sure it's great for people <laughs> that are into running i'm sure it's great if you don't have to set up the event but unfortunately i'm not a runner and i don't like setting up the event so if she gets number three for me
0: all right that's fair <laughs> All right, we Dewey, and Louie, Disneyland Park, Disney's California Adventure, Downtown Disney. Ooh.
1: Number one, Disney's California Adventure, number two, Disneyland Park, number three, Downtown Disney.
0: All right. That's actually where we saw you last was Downtown that's Disney. That's true. Well, what was it? Earl of Sandwich?
1: Yeah, I think that's where we were.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Carsland. Cars Land. Pixar Pier, Avengers Campus.
1: Ooh, Pixar Pier, then Cars Land, then Avengers Campus.
0: All right, I I haven't been to Avengers Campus since they opened.
1: It's, it's nice.
0: is it? I, I've done the um the Guardians of the Galaxy a uh, mission breakout, yeah. but I haven't been to like the full campus.
1: Mm, yeah, it's nice. I like it.
0: Greece, Suzical. You're a good man, Charlie oh Brown. Oh, my God. You wouldn't yeah.
1: do that. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so for those listening. Yes, give them the back for, for For the tens of listeners out there, <laughs> uh, Tracy and I, my, my wife and I used to uh, direct and choreograph these summer shows uh, here in, in Delaware, and Savvy was part of that uh, summer program for several years, and she was in those three shows that we yes, did. Yes,
1: I was. Um, I would say... Number one, Susicle. Mm-hmm. Number two, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, and number three,
0: Greece. Gotcha. You you weren't in, um. Oh, uh, 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 uh crazy for you, were no. you? Okay, that was the year where we had the uh, the two leads up on a table, and they were tap dancing on a table, and of course. The table gave way, but it was nice and slow. It wasn't like doink or it just fell and everybody fell and, uh, you know, nobody got hurt, mm-hmm. but the table, one side of it gave way and it slowly mm-hmm. tilted down and the dancers were so graceful. It, it was like, it, made the, it, it was like they, they were on a slide in a playground. <laughs> they just slid down and finished on this. It, it was quite incredible. A
1: gorgeous, happy accident.
0: It was a happy accident. All right. Last Huey, we and okay. Louie. I, Well, I I think I know what's going to be last, Mm. but Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain.
1: Ooh, all the mountains. Um, Space Mountain, number one, hands down. Number two.
0: It is so good out there. It is so good. I always
1: ask. Have
0: you been to the one in Florida?
1: So the last time I was in Florida, um, or the last, I should say this, last time I was in Disney World, I was four years old. So Ah, okay, so you didn't do it. I don't remember anything. One second. No, she's fine. Um, uh, yeah, I don't remember anything. I was four and I have a few pictures with some characters and I have an autograph book that we kept. But other than that.
0: So what, what I like about the one in California. Well, first of all, the, um, in California, there's only one track. In Florida, there are two. And people say, oh, it's, it's the same track. It's just mirrored in Florida. It it is not (laughs) mirrored in Florida. Um, because in Florida, as you're walking into the attraction, when you get in there, you can either go left or right. And if you go left, it seems to have some longer straightaways and some longer curves, which is pretty cool. So I, I, I'm convinced that they are separate tracks. Mm. But at at any rate, so in Disneyland, there's one track. In Disney World, there are two tracks. But in Disneyland, you can sit next to the person. And in Disneyland, you sit one in front of the other. But Disneyland, it's so smooth. Yes. Like wicked smooth. I'm sorry. All right. Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain.
1: Okay. So Space Mountain, number one. Hands down, number one. Okay. Number two, Big Thunder Mountain. Mm-hmm. and then Splash Mountain. She's number three.
0: Now, uh, Big Thunder out in California is smoother than the Florida counterpart.
1: Mm, yes, it's very smooth in California. Yeah, very smooth. And and
0: Now, did you do Space Mountain when they overlaid I did. it with um, hyperspace? I did.
1: I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, I think they did a pretty good yeah, job. Yeah, I agree. All right, so Savvy, thanks for playing those games with me. Of course. I wrap up all of my interviews with the Disney fab five questions in honor of Mickey, Minnie, Donald, goofy, and Pluto. So who is your favorite character from the movies?
1: My favorite character from the movies is stitch. Okay. Because
0: have you ever done stitches? Uh, Oh no, no, no. You, you were four yeah. and that would have terrified yes. you.
1: Never okay. <laughs> I knew what you were going to ask. No. Um, I love stitch. I always have. I think that there is a part of me that really resonates with Lilo as a person. I, I love Lilo. And if you know, my sister, she's definitely a Um, Mm Nani always looking after me as the younger sibling. I am always the one in trouble. Um, Mm
0: -mm. And
1: so that, that is a, is a nice parallel, but I, I also love dogs. And I think that stitch to me just kind of embodies like all of the good and all of the bad in a dog even though he's not a dog, he's a little alien guy. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But he's so loyal and he's so fun and happy. And I love him so much. Um, to, quick story, but there is, I think I'm not sure what happened during the pandemic. Um, but So I'm not sure if the show is coming back, but there's a show that was in Disneyland over by... Um, right as you're about to enter toontown
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know, it's, it's a gorgeous, it's, it's Mickey and the magical map. Let me just say the name of the show. And um, it it follows Mickey and, and him becoming a map maker. Um, but you see a lot of different, they kind of, as he's creating his map, you see a lot of different characters come out um, from different areas, areas of the world. And stitch comes out probably about, halfway through the show. And every single time I would see that show, whether I was 14, 18, 22, it did not matter what age I was. Um, every time that Stitch came out, I'd just get little tears in my eyes. And I would just start to like, not a not a, an aggressive cry, but just a gentle, some gentle tears strolling down my cheeks because there's something about his energy that just brings me pure happy joy always happy tears seeing stitch but just happy joy
0: that's great that's great who's your favorite character to meet in the parks
1: i think my favorite character to meet is mickey which seems like a very classic answer but i think my the reason is because he's always got a different outfit on and i think that's so cool
0: It is. you cool. never
1: know what what version of mickey you're gonna meet where everyone else is always looks the same um but mickey always has a different outfit on and i think that's great
0: and mickey's just fun mickey's just fun. mickey's just, mickey. mickey's just happy and perfect in every exactly. way exactly <laughs> if you can ask any character a question who would you ask and what would you ask
1: oh this one this one is funny there's a few characters that i like would love to ask like Hmm. What is our true sexuality here? Like, do we want to talk about Mm -hmm. that? Um, But I think, I think, and there's a few characters that I would love to just sit down with them and be like, are you okay? That was a lot. (laughs) That was a lot that just happened to you. Are you okay? Um, (laughs) but I think I would want to sit down with Peter, Peter Pan, Mm -hmm. who's also one of my favorite, favorite characters. Um, and I would want to ask him, like, how, what it's like. I think to fly from, from Earth, or from wherever, to Neverland, and just I want—I want to know what that's like.
0: And I to- i i have always wanted to fly. And I
1: want to hear it from Peter's perspective. Like, I want to hear him talk about it.
0: I think I talked about this with, um, with my friend Rory you know as as a kid <clears throat> as a kid i was convinced that i could fly mm. and i actually have a scar <laughs> right here on, on my chin to prove otherwise oh. but i had just gotten done watching superman and i'm like well if if he can do it <laughs> you know so can i and it it turns out i can't mm. yeah so that didn't really work out in my favor but that's a shame yeah, talking with Peter, <laughs> that that would be a pretty cool conversation.
1: Yeah, I think so too.
0: All right. You've been in a Disney park since rope drop. It's now three o'clock in the afternoon and you're completely exhausted. What do you do to get reinvigorated?
1: It should come as no surprise that my answer is a pickle. Mm-hmm. It's a pickle. It's a pickle and a chill ride. Because, okay. or, or, I mean... I love seeing shows. I love, and I think that they're so underrated. I feel like sometimes people get so caught up in the rides and the food um, that they forget that there's like the entertainment department. And perhaps that's become I because I come from an entertainment background, and so that's always the thing that I love to seek out. But like, give me a good parade. Give me Mickey, Mickey and the Magical Map, or go to see, you know frozen at the Hyperion or or Aladdin what it used to be or whatever show is currently in the Hyperion, you know, go see something like that. Um so I think it's for me it's like a good snack, which obviously my choice is always a pickle. If not, mm-hmm. if no pickles, Mickey Pretzel, I'll take it. Um and like either a chill ride or or a good show.
0: Nice. Yeah. Now you do realize whenever we get to a Disney park next Pickles are on me all day. Every
1: yes. Day.
0: Churros, whatever you want. Pretzels. <laughs> I'm going to cover everything. I love it. Just because I love it. All the it. snacks. All the I snacks. Have... All right. Last question. Okay. If you could have one special quality of any Disney character, what would it be?
1: This question is so hard because I think my immediate brain went to like the Incredibles and trying to figure out which like, but then I think it's too, I think, I think I'm overthinking it. I think I'm going with the obvious answer. So I actually think what it's going to be is I want the ability to paint like Rapunzel. Mm. I am not, I am an artist like through and through when it comes to like painting and art with my hands, I'm not so good. I, yeah. Not a visual artist. Same. Um, but I would love to be able to paint the way she does. I also love Rapunzel. Definitely top five character on, on my character list. But yeah, I think I would want to paint like her.
0: Nice. Yeah. Now, I know that you do stage management and you work at all these super cool jobs, which uh, I said this to Kate and I, I, I'll say it to you because I mean it like you're living my dream. <laughs> love the behind the scenes and knowing how things work and and you're just making it happen and I'm so proud of you and happy for you and envious. Thank you. Thank but I know that you do other things. I do. Uh tell my listeners about that.
1: Amazing. I I I want to say this. I'm a person of many hobbies. I love the the little stuff if that makes sense. Um I love music and I love art and I love I, I'm just an artist through and through. But the thing that for me right now that I'm doing is I've actually collaborated with my sister. Um, she owns a company called bow and Harrow and she has been working as a woodworker for years and she creates these gorgeous custom pens and cutting boards. Um, she's gone as big as making dining room tables for people and just her stuff is absolutely amazing. Um, when she brought me in, I know nothing about wood. Um, tools are scary to me. Uh, and so she asked me to kind of join her company as, as a partner. Um, and since then it's really evolved as a family business and now both my parents are involved as well. Um, but one of the things that that I do is I've been creating a lot of resin art. Um, so for those who don't know, resin is kind of like a, a sticky gooey epoxy type material. Um, that you can really play with when it's when it's fresh and when it's wet Um, and then you add these two parts together so it's like the actual resin itself plus the hardener and once it's a complete chemical reaction that i know nothing about but i know how to play with it (laughs) (laughs) but i don't know any of the science but once those two parts kind of come together they really get hot and they heat up um, to you know 125 degrees and they fuse together and create a solid. Um, So I've been doing a lot of resin art, essentially, um, creating different pens that we have now turned and now we sell on our website. Um, I've made vases and cups and little catch all trays and things like that. Um, It's one of my favorite things. I have always been a visual person and a visual artist, but I can't paint or draw or do anything like that. but I know how colors work and I know how to mix color. Um, so I've kind of been hopping into that and and helping my sister. And um, yeah, so now we create even more uh, on, at Bow and Harrow, which
0: is great. And what's and what's the website?
1: It is bowandharrow.com.
0: Excellent. So you can find us
1: there, bow, B-O-W, and harrow, H-A-R-R-O-W.com. And you can also find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of that good stuff, all the social
0: medias. Nice. Well, thank you for that. Savvy. Yes. Thank you so much for spending time with me and chatting Disney and your college career and universal and rides and shows and pickles and <laughs> all of that good stuff. Just thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having
1: me. I'm so happy and honored to be here.
0: All right. Well, I'll see you soon. Okay. Do it for this episode of The Mouse and Me. If you liked what you've heard, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell all of your friends. If you didn't like it, well, tell your enemies. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok by searching The Mouse and Me. You can also email me at themouseandmepodcast@gmail.com. podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the channel, visit patreon.com/slash the I'd greatly appreciate it. Thanks for listening and see you real soon.